Kile Fala Fala Broadcasting worldwide, the latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh, fresh. 107.9 FM.
Fresh 107.9 FM, Abergota. It's, it's a beautiful Thursday morning. Uh, today, the 8th day in the month of July, 2021. Rihanna with the song Diamonds, kickstarting things uh, this morning. I uh, wish you the very best as you set out for work uh, this Thursday. Uh, make sure you are nice to people around you, as I always say. Make sure the kids are ready. Uh, to have a f- uh, great day make sure you give them all they need if you're leaving kids with anyone at home make sure they are the right people provide them with all they need uh, it's uh this day's uh, it's an unpredictable weather so uh, you might want to prepare the kids uh, for any eventualities as far as the weather is concerned have a great day it's time to take a look at the headlines this thursday morning It's freshly pressed this Thursday and Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkotawali Bakar is my name. Good to know you're there uh, joining the program uh, this uh, morning. Uh, uh, the Punch, The Guardian, The Premium Times, The Pen Pushing Newspapers, The Nigeria Gateway, some of the options available to us uh, this uh, morning. Uh, quite a number of headlines to look out for um, on the dailies uh, this uh, morning. Uh, well, uh, we'll go right ahead and mention uh, some of them as always and uh, we'll get talking as uh, far as uh, some of the headlines are concerned. Uh, Mr. Darryl Falani of the, the editor of the Nigeria Gate will be joining me as we take a look at the headlines together uh, this uh, morning. The punch this morning says Lagos, Abia, Zamfara, 12 other states' debts jump to 1.68 trillion naira. Uh, there's also fight banditry, insurgency, not Kanu. Umar tells federal government, National Assembly ignores South governors, others defense controversial PIB provisions. Uh, there's also uni Lawrence students' murder, judge orders lawyers' arrest for attacking court. That's there on the punch uh, this uh, morning as well. Baptist school students, abductors run out of food. NBC opposes ransom uh, is also there on the punch uh, this uh, morning uh, to look out for. There are a number of others uh, on that day, actually. Um, there's all, there is um, 20 under rubble as two buildings collapse in Anambra. There's also WHO assessing NAVDAC ahead vaccine production, as according to the head of NAVDAC, uh, is there uh, on the punch uh, to look out for the Guardian uh, this morning, also with some of these headlines uh, to look out for. Fresh loan requests pushes Nigeria's public debt to over 35.5 trillion naira. Uh, that's on the Guardian. Uh, this morning, Buhari has mismanaged Nigeria's diversity, says uh, former military governor Kaduna Kone Abubakar Omar. Uh, that's on the uh, Guardian as well this morning. Why Adioshun wasn't obligated to undergo NYC mobilization by court is also uh, on the Guardian. Terrorists killed 24 in a Damawa community uh, is there on the Guardian as well. President Zuma hands himself to prison. Uh, just to you know, let you know, uh, since we 
all talked about it when that order was given. National Assembly PDP caucus endorses Southern Governor's resolutions. Is on the Guardian as well. Reps move to earmark five percent electricity revenue for host communities. Another on the Guardian. Uh, there is NDDC forensic auditors uncover twelve thousand one hundred and twenty-eight abandoned projects in Niger Delta. Uh, that's there on the Guardian as well. Uh, this uh, morning, the Tribune. Uh, this uh, Thursday, also with uh, some of these headlines, says 950 students abducted since December 2020. That's according to UNICEF. Uh, protests in Ibadan over arrest of Sunday Boys AIDS. Is there on the Tribune as well? Uh, Adioshun vindicated as court says NYC certificate not required for political appointment. Uh, rotational presidency will end secession agitations. Southern senators uh, is also there uh, on the Tribune. 2022 budget, federal government to fund 5.62 trillion naira deficit with loans uh, is another on the Tribune uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there are a lot of talks about uh, the country's borrowings uh, there on uh, many of the dailies. Uh, the pen-pushing newspapers uh, says um, State House of Assembly old stakeholders for on local government amendment, traditional council laws. There's also Nigeria High Commission in United Kingdom clears air on passport processing visa applications. Uh, that's uh, on the pen-pushing newspapers. Uh, this uh, morning uh, to look out for uh, the premium times uh, this uh, morning uh, also with some uh, headlines to uh, look out for uh, they're there the additional um, report is there talking about the NYC scandal and the court judgment yesterday is there on the premium times uh, says NYC scandal additional speaks on judgment but silent on certificate forgery she committed uh, there's also Nigeria invokes national security threats to breach budget deficit limit. Uh, DG of Scientific Institute, Samuel Ndubusi, shot dead in Enugu, uh, is there on the Premium Times as well uh, this Thursday morning. Freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkos, I thank you for joining us this uh, Thursday morning. Uh, time to take a peep into some of the headlines on the dailies uh, this uh, morning. The um, talks about the country's borrowings uh, there on a lot of the dailies to look out for. Uh, the Guardian says a fresh loan request pushes Nigeria's public debt to over 35.5 trillion naira uh, is there on the Guardian comes with a number of riders Buhari gets Senate approval 
for 2.3 trillion naira foreign loan requests. Senate OK's 982 billion naira supplementary budget increases proposal by 86.9 billion naira. Federal government to fund 5.62 trillion naira deficit in 2022 budget with loans. Nigeria on debt precipice spent 1.8 trillion naira on debt servicing between January and May 2021. Government records debt service to revenue ratio of 98%. Now, following yesterday's approval by Senate of a fresh $6.18 billion external loan request by the executive, there are indications that the Nigeria's documented public debt may exceed 35.5 trillion naira before end of the year. The Senate yesterday approved the fresh $6.18 billion, which amounts to 2.53 trillion naira, using 410 naira to a dollar exchange rate. Uh, that's loan request by President Buhari to fund part of the 2021 budget deficit. The deficit stands at 5.6 trillion naira, or 41% of the 13 trillion naira budget. Uh, the deficit is more than the 3% threshold uh, as established by the Fiscal Responsibility Act. 2007. The country's total public debt stock stood at 33.1 trillion naira as of the end of the first quarter in March, though the Minister of Finance, Budget and National Planning at the recent African Development Bank meetings held in Ghana said debts in some states had not been included in the official figures. Also, the federal government's way and means advances with the Central Bank of Nigeria has been estimated at $25 billion. That's 10.3 trillion naira, uh, which the debt management office said would be converted to a long-term instrument. This is besides President Buhari's approval at yesterday's Federal Executive Council to authorize the 2022-2024 medium-term expenditure framework and the fiscal strategy paper funding of a 5.6 trillion naira budget deficit through sundry borrowings. Now, within the three years covered in the MTF FSB, the federal government plans to take fresh loans amounting to roughly 15 trillion naira an amount spread accordingly, 4.893 trillion naira in 2022, 4.75 trillion in 2023, and 5.356 trillion in 2024. The estimated loans are evenly split between domestic and external sources. Now, the loan estimates are 60% or 5.6 trillion naira higher than the total 9.4 trillion naira earmarked for capital projects in the three years. Next year's estimated capital vote is 3.262 trillion naira as against the 3.162 trillion proposed for 2023 and 3.155 trillion planned for 2024. The amount approved in this year's budget, which is 4.125 trillion, is larger than what is being contemplated for any of the three fiscal years starting from 2022, even though the government wants to increase total spending. Well, uh, the, following the approvals that were given by the Senate yesterday, the Senate President Ahmed Lawan said the National Assembly must uh, make sure uh, that there are no frivolous expenditures uh, by the executive. Uh, in April this year, the National Assembly had approved loan requests of $1.5 billion and 9.95 million euros. Uh, fielding questions from newsmen two weeks ago after a closed-door meeting with the President, President of the Senate Lawan said Nigeria is a poor nation that has no option but borrow to fund infrastructure development. The Budget Office of the Federation also admitted that the country is poor and only potentially rich. 
reason the country must keep borrowing to spend its way out of recession. According to the DG of the Budget Office, Bernard Akabweze, we are potentially rich country, uh, but the reality today is that we are a poor country because looking at the definition of poverty, when the resources you have simply cannot cover your needs, you're poor. Uh, the Senate also yesterday passed a supplementary budget of 982 billion naira for the 2021 fiscal year. Uh, they approved some, represents an upward review of 86.9 billion from the initial 895.842 billion transmitted to the National Assembly by President Buhari two weeks ago. The approval was sequel to the consideration of the report of the Senate Committee on Appropriations which was presented by the chairman, Senator Barao Gibran. The passage of the supplementary bill 2021 followed the consideration of a report by the Committee on Appropriation during plenary. Well, um, the breakdown of the supplementary budget is there on the Guardian. Uh, 123.33 billion for recurrent expenditure and um, 859.39 for contribution to the development fund for capital expenditure. They talk about uh, procurement of arms uh, for the military um, COVID-19 vaccination procurement. Uh, they say about $45.63 billion would be spent on that. And then they also say uh, that uh, some funds uh, will also be voted to the management of HIV uh, in the country. Well, uh, it's a long read. It's there on The Guardian uh, this uh, morning. Fresh loan requests pushes Nigeria's public debt to over 35.5 trillion naira. Um, Buhari gets Senate's approval for 2.3 trillion naira foreign loan requests. Uh, the federal government to fund 5.62 trillion naira deficit in 2022 budget with loans. Uh, those are some of the riders that come with that report. Is there uh, on the Guardian this uh, morning? Uh, many of the dailies uh, with the report about the uh, approval given by the Senate yesterday uh, during their plenary. Uh, the point. Uh, says um, Lagos, Abia, Zamfara, 12 other states' debts jumped to 1.68 trillion naira. Uh, the cumulative domestic debts of Lagos and 14 other states rose by 153.82% between December 31st, 2015 and March 31st, 2021. There's analysis of data obtained from the debt management office has shown. Now, each of the states in question recorded at least 100% jump in less than the six years under review. The 15 states under review had a cumulative domestic debt of 1.68 trillion naira as of March 31st. Although Lagos had the highest domestic debt stock of 507.38 billion naira, Yobe State recorded the highest leap as its domestic debt profile rose by 1,994.08%. Wow. Apart from Lagos and Yobe, the other 13 states are Abia, Damawa, Anambra, Benue, Borno, Imo, Katsina, Niger, Ogun, Ondo, Sokoto, Taraba, and um, Zamfara. Uh, well, the uh, figures, they're there uh, to look out for. Uh, they say that domestic debt as of December 31st, 2015, uh, Fogun State was 75.92 billion naira. Uh, the domestic debt as of March 31st, 2021, uh, is uh, 156.34 billion naira. That's a um, percentage increase of uh, 105.93. Well, that's according to this, uh, uh, the figures uh, been mentioned by the point. They say those figures are obtained uh, from uh, the debt management office. Well, you, you, you can get the breakdown of uh, the 15 states. Uh, Lagos, uh, 218.54 billion naira as of March 30, as of December 31st, 2015. 
uh, 507.38 billion naira as of March 31st, 2021. Uh, that's a jump of uh, 132.16%. Uh, that's according to these figures here. Uh, well, it's there uh, this uh, morning uh, on the punch. Lagos, Abia, Zamfara, 12 other states that's jumped to 1.68 trillion naira. Uh, that's on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the well, like I said, it's there. Uh, the talks about the approval by the Senate yesterday. 2022 budget, federal government to fund 5.62 trillion naira deficit with loans. Uh, there on the Tribune uh, this uh, morning as well. Uh, is is they're there uh, this morning to look out for. Uh, Mr. Darifanar is on the program with me this morning. Good morning, sir. Morning. Uh, great, great to have you join us. Because. Uh, um, I'm, I'm sure you've seen the figures. You've um, had the talks. You've had the comments uh, and you know the contributions, uh, the uh, the opinions of a lot of people, experts. Some others, not entirely experts, just you know looking at the figures and shouting, "Ha! This is <laughs> this is too much." But uh, what what do you make of all of this? Because as it stands, uh, it's a situation where just like the Senate President continues to say. Uh, yes, you talk about us boring a lot, but we're in a situation, according to him, we're in a situation where we cannot do any, we cannot just sit and not do anything. That spendings have to continue, borrowings have to continue. Uh, at the last time, he said we were a poor country. But we, we, with the, with these borrowings and these figures, are you are you scared for us, especially with um, what we've known of our leaders when it comes to management of these funds? Yeah, scared is uh, an understatement. Uh, mm-hmm. We're well, but there's nothing we can do right now. Yeah, what we can also do is pray and hope that all this money is being borrowed will be spent on developmental projects so that at least something can trickle back to the people. Uh, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a sorry state that we find ourselves. And uh, like I say, this is a democracy. We have uh, less than two years now. To if we don't like what they are doing to change the government, so we wait and uh, we. But while we are waiting, I hope that those who are yet to register will go and get their PVCs and uh, <laughs> do what they, they and they the needful because this is a democracy. That even if if we don't like what the government is doing, we can the pressure groups. We can talk. We can. That's what we can all, all say. But the Senate they passed the supplementary budget, and uh, so we. Well, we can pressure government to make sure that the money borrowed will be spent on developmental projects. So, uh, the, why we wait for the next election to do the needful? I've, I've heard some people, you know, uh, to talk about uh, these uh, borrowings and uh, say that um, uh, so, so some of the things uh, we uh, so yes, we have to carry, you know, undergo some projects. Yes, we have to borrow some money for some of these things. But we're looking at the figures and we're talking about um, 2025 already. We're talking about... Yeah, we're borrowing from already. the future. I mean, you know, that's, this, this is the way it is. Mm. We're, we're always borrowing from the future. And, you know, that's balance. Neither a borrower nor a lender be, you know. But unfortunately, this is the forte of our, of our leaders and... Uh, we have to make do with what they are doing now and uh, pray and hope that uh, we can get, uh, you know, something better in the future. Well, it's, it's, it's there uh, to look out for on uh, virtually all the dailies. Another story that is on many of the dailies, 
uh, is uh, the uh, judgment by the court yesterday as regards the former uh, Minister of Finance. She was also the Commissioner of Finance here in Ogun State. And um, it's there on the law of the dailies. The Premium Times says NYC scandal. Adiosha speaks on judgment but silent on certificate forgery. She committed this according to the Premium Times. Uh, the former Minister of Finance, Kemi Adiosha, on Wednesday celebrated a court judgment uh, which trivialized a failure to participate in the National Youth Service Call Scheme prior to her appointment in 2015. In a statement, uh, the former minister described the judgment as vindicating her after a very traumatic spell. Although she was silent on the forgery of the NYC exemption certificate, she was caught to have committed to be appointed minister in 2015. Uh, the judgment, too, was silent on the forgery scandal. This is because the minister who instituted the suit apparently to obtain a judicial clearance did not present it before the judge for a review. But despite the judgment leaving the forgery allegation hanging around her neck, Mr. Adioshin issued a subtle threat to institute a legal action uh, against, um, oh, they say perhaps against Premium Times, whose report exposed the forgery scandal in 2018. Uh, words, I wish to add in light of the court's ruling, I will at the appropriate time without a station take all further steps necessary within the law to protect my reputation. A statement read in part. Justice Taiwo Taiwo, uh, that's the judge of the Federal High Court in Abuja, said in his judgment that the former minister did not need an NYC certificate to be appointed as minister or elected into a legislative house at either the federal or state level. Uh, but the verdict left the more serious allegation that she forged the certificate of the NYC purporting to have exempted her uh, from the scheme unaddressed. Well, the moral question will always be there. Uh, <laughs> exactly, because, yes, okay, so the courts only look at what is brought before them. Uh, yeah. the, the judgment did uh, look at whether she had to have uh, been a part of the NYC before being appointed minister, or whether she had to present an NYC certificate. Uh, but the that's talks why personally about... I feel that she should have kept quiet. You know, mm. silence is golden. The moral question, the moral baggage will always be there. And uh, you know, what she's gotten, the court has said that you don't need an NYC certificate to be a minister. Mm. Granted, so but she should just lie low. Anyway, is there uh, the Premium Times with it? NYC scandal. Idea she speaks in judgment, but silent on certificate forgery she committed. Incidentally, I think some uh, months back, uh, she came back into the news. Uh, she has this NGO. I was reading about that uh, some uh, weeks back. Uh, well, is there on a number of the other dailies as well to look out for this uh, morning? Uh, but there's this report on the punch says uh, fight banditry insurgency not can omar tells uh, federal government is also on the guardian although they uh, somewhat uh, you know have a different headline have a different headline says buhari has mismanaged nigeria's diversity uh, says Conor abubakar umar uh, comes uh, with a number of riders injustice lack of equity insecurity greatest threat to country survival not ipop now, the former military governor of Kaduna, Colonel Abubakar Dangua Omar, retired as accused President Muhammad Buhari's government of exhibiting poor skills in managing the diversity of the country. In a statement yesterday entitled Nigeria, a nation challenged, he said it was quite strange and disturbing that the federal government was according undue attention to the threats of separatist movements in contrast to the more daunting ones posed by bandits, kidnappers, and insurgents in the northwest, some parts of the north central and northeast. The former governor, who is also the leader of the Movement for Unity and Progress, a civil rights group, said the arrest and prosecution of the leader of the indigenous people of Biafra, Namdekan, is not Nigeria's problem. Rather, the inability of government to put an end to insurgency, banditry, 
kidnapping while injustice, lack of equity and fairness is giving rise to the agitation by separatist groups in the country. The former governor called on President Buhari to exhibit the traits of uniting all the component parts of Nigeria together instead of dividing the country and subsequently leading it to disintegration. Well, the rest of what he had to say uh, in that statement is there on The Guardian. Uh, Buhari has mismanaged Nigeria's diversity, says Colonel Abubakar Omar. Um, the punch uh, says fight banditry insurgency, not Kano Motel's federal government. Uh, that's a position a couple of people have taken as well, saying there are bigger issues, uh, saying uh, this agitation for secession are uh, as a result of government's actions or maybe inactions uh, in the last couple of years. Yeah, um, we just have to um, be careful, you know. Um, all these, you know, there is cause and effect, mm. you know, because of the, the we have all these non-state actors because of something, you know, something led to them, you know, that thing should be tackled, you know, not that we should be tackling the symptoms, you know, so that's why people are canvassing for that position. But but you you, uh, you could you could argue because some so, so of these issues uh, there is uh, the. Uh, for for it might be tough for government to say, well, the likes of Kano, the likes of others calling for, uh, you know, with this separatist agenda, yeah. uh, they are not big issues. As uh, Conor Omar saying, saying those are not the country's problems. The country's problems are, uh, you know, banditry, kidnapping, and the likes. Yeah, so, okay. even if you want to tackle the non-state actors, let there be due process. Mm. You know, if this is a democracy. Follow the laid down rules. You know, for tackling such issues like that. You know. Just like the way the Sunday Bulls house was attacked, you know, in the night and everything. So people ask, is the is the is the process is the system of the you know of of what they are doing? They should have gotten a warrant, mm -hmm. you know, and then you go in the day, and then you know, naturally, in a, we are in a democracy, so don't use you know is a is a is a use of wrong tactics mm -hmm. in a democratic setting. That's why people are, you know, that's what they are saying. Uh, that's why they are they are alarmed, you know. So what we want is let's follow the deal process. You know, if you are, you, it's the right of the government to investigate anybody, but follow the deal process. Follow the lay down rules. This is a democracy. Don't do something as if we are in a, an authoritarian government. Mm. You know, that's why people are questioning the styles. Mm. You know, so that, that that's why we, that's what we have. And then you know we the, we know what banditry, what is happening. You know, what they've done in Bono, what they did yesterday. In Adamawa. What they did mm. in Adamawa. So these are just. Uh, uh, hard times and dangerous times with calls for extreme caution and you know following the due process in the in the democracy well is there uh, this uh, morning the uh, Damawa report uh, is on the law of the dailies as well terrorists kill 24 in a Damawa community is on the Guardian uh, this uh, morning we'll take a very quick pause and uh, when we return uh, there are quite a number of reactions that are still trailing uh, the resolutions by the southern governors following their meeting on Monday in Lagos. Don't go anywhere. When the problem of wealth is solved, it is hoped that our health does not become a problem. And that is why Mabel Biochemistry, Zurich, Switzerland, and Phytoscience Malaysia is coming to your neighborhood. The Rock City of Abelkta with a wealth and health business presentation. Mabel Biochemistry, Zurich, Switzerland, and Phytoscience Malaysia will educate you on the new medical revolution called Plant Stem Cell. The new two-in-one way to secure your health and build wealth around the world. 
the world. The health and wealth presentation, which will teach you how to secure your health through the use of flat stem cell, will also give you a passive source of income, which helps you earn and own your business aside your major job. To be a part of this money-making and health-securing seminar, join us this Saturday, 10th of July, 2021, at the Basic Trust Center of Obad Badibu Road, close to Opita at Okilewa Belkuta. The first session starts at 10 a.m. and second session at 1 p.m. Attendance is based on available hall capacity. Hurry and call Alex on 003-201-9008 or Tolu on 003-408-3721. Nibel Biochemistry Zurich, Switzerland and Phytoscience Malaysia, the future of medicine is here. It's freshly pressed uh, this Thursday on Fresh 107.9 FM. Thank you for staying with us uh, this uh, morning. Moving on very swiftly. Uh, National Assembly PDP caucus endorses Southern Governor's resolutions. Uh, that's uh, there this morning to look out for. Uh, comes uh, with uh, the okay. Uh, appears I can't get hold of it now. Okay, I have it now. Uh, the People's Democratic Party caucus uh, in the National Assembly as uh, as endorsed and adopted the resolutions of Southern Governors on the establishment of state police, electoral reform, and 5% oil equity share for host communities. They also described the All Progressives Congress's led federal government as a failure. The governors had on Monday in Lagos rejected moves to alter the Electoral Act to remove electronic transmission of results and the passage of the Petroleum Industry Bill with 3% share of oil revenue for host communities. The PDP lawmakers, led by Senate and House Minority Leaders, Inaya Baribe and Ndudi Lumelu, at a joint press briefing yesterday, commended the bold steps of the governors for taking a common position on national issues despite their party differences. They described as unpatriotic and mischievous alleged attempt to tamper with critical components of the electoral bill and subvert democratic process, institutionalize rigging, bastardize and frustrate genuine efforts towards credible elections in the country. According to Senator Barry, I quote, electronic transmission of results is the only way to eliminate malpractice and manipulations associated with manual collection of results, including alteration, switching, and disappearance of election materials while on transit to various collection centers. He said the joint PDP caucus was already taking very strong and uncompromising steps um, and uncompromising steps to ensure that the provision guaranteeing the electronic transmission of results is not tampered with in any form whatsoever. They, have, they also affirmed the demand by governors that as chief security officers in the states, they must be duly informed before any security institution undertakes any operation uh, in their states. Well, the rest of it is there on The Guardian this morning. National Assembly PDP caucus endorses Southern Governor's resolutions uh, there on The Guardian uh, this uh, morning. Uh, of course, it is the hope uh, that um, they're looking at the issues on the merits and um, not you know, doing it because they are the opposition party. But then, um, for, for some, uh, they say that uh, a lot of these talks that we're having are, th- are things that the, the 
major results will be gotten at the National Assembly. And uh, they said, um, you know, for the lawmakers, it has to be more than endorsing. It has to be more than talking. Actions have to follow as regards what they are doing at the uh, at their plenaries, uh, whether the Green or Red Chamber. And well, good, good enough, uh, the Southwest Governors, uh, just a day after the um, Southern Governors meeting, held meetings uh, with the, held a meeting with the lawmakers from the region, mm. uh, including uh, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, who is uh, rep- from Lagos. And you, you'd expect that we should begin to see results of uh, these meetings, these discussions, in conversations on the floor of the house or the uh, yeah you the know the Senate. constitutional review committee they've taken they've gone around mm. they've taken imputes and the bill will come up for discussion and we just hope and pray that when when they eventually pass this thing the president will assent to it mm. Or if the president doesn't assent, the National Assembly will do the needful. But can, 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 you, can you even be sure as to what will come out of the National Assembly? Because uh, whether it will entirely be what Nigerians want. Look at look for example, uh, the uh, the criticisms that have trailed the PIB. Uh, it's not this is not even about the president's assent. It's about what the National Assembly actually passed. And there's the back and forth arguments about the three percent, the five percent. Uh, for example, the Pontius's report uh, says National Assembly. Assembly ignores South governors, others defend controversial PIB provisions. So sometimes, yeah. even what is coming out of the National Assembly in itself, That's we're not why we sure. are having all these narratives. Mm. And then, you know, once they don't come out with what we like, you know, it's an ongoing thing. You know, we continue, the, 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 the struggle continues, you know. But with the kind of uh, uh, the discussions and decisions being made by Democrats, you know, irrespective of party affiliations now. We hope and pray that something good will become out of this thing. Don't you? Are we? Do we? Should we not wonder why uh, a bill is signed and then there's a lot of opera afterwards? Uh, even the governors have had their say. Uh, the uh, the uh, governor of uh, Undo, Rotimakiri, was saying after the meetings, uh, after the meeting rather, with the Southwest lawmakers, saying, mm. um, you know, henceforth uh, we'll be presenting a common front on matters of national interest and all. And then you begin to wonder whether there had not been enough conversations <laughs> amongst them before. Because you, you'd expect that uh, for a bill as important as the petroleum industry bill, uh, for issues as important as some of these things that we'll be talking about, state police, uh, physical federalism, mm. you'd expect that these positions would have been well conveyed and well uh, explained to the lawmakers. There would have been a lot of conversations between the governors, don't for, don't the lawmakers. Don't forget that there is no perfect uh, law or perfect uh, bill. You know, it's an ongoing process. Mm. And you just keep to, keep, you know, bantering ideas and everything till you get to the desired uh, the desired goal mm. so it's an ongoing process it's part of democracy we need to just uh, continue to do this and follow due process and make sure that what we need is arrived at well for the uh, national assembly uh, they appear to be um, insistent on uh, some of the things they've done. Uh, there are strong indications that the Assembly will ignore opposition to some provisions of the PIB recently passed by the Senate and House of Reps. Uh, it was gathered uh, that after the harmonization of the versions of the bill passed by the Senate and House of Reps, the bill will be submitted to President Mohamed Buhari for assent. Uh, in fact, the um, Senate President had said in about two weeks the President will be getting the bill. After 13 years of its introduction, both the House and Senate on Thursday passed the bill. Now, while the House proposed 5% share for host communities, the Senate suggested 3%. The National Assembly also proposed 30% of the profit 
of the planned NNPC Limited for Oil Exploration in Frontier Basins, which are mostly in the north. But at their meeting in Lagos on Monday, Southern governors rejected setting aside 30% of the NNPCL's profit for oil prospecting in Frontier Basin. They also opposed 3% share proposed for host communities. On his part, a prominent leader in the Niger Delta, Edwin Clark, described the bill as satanic. Already, both chambers have set up conference committees to harmonize the different versions of the bill. The punch, however, learned on Wednesday that the conference committee would only focus on the areas of difference and would not tinker with the provisions on their criticism. Speaker of the House, Mr. Jabi Amilad, on Tuesday constituted a conference committee to harmonize the differences in the versions of the PIB passed by the Senate and the House. Jabi Amilad announced members of the panel, as including Chairman of the House Adult Committee on PIB and Majority Whip of the House, Mohamed Moguno, and six others as uh, members. On Wednesday, when asked if the Joint Committee of Both Chambers will consider issues raised by the Southern Governors and other stakeholders, a member of the panel who spoke to one of Punch correspondents on condition of anonymity said the lawmakers would only concern themselves with resolving the differences in the versions passed. Well, um, is there criticism on provisions on those communities hasty, uh, propelled by lack of in-depth analysis? That's according to the spokesperson. Uh, for the House of Representatives, as the Chairman House Committee on Media and Public Affairs, Benjamin Kalu, but it it, it, it is not likely. Uh, it would be uh, no. I'm not sure. It would have been a smart thing to uh, to expect uh, that the lawmakers, just days after passing the PIB, would go back to begin to try to tinker with some of the things that they passed. I'm sure they. Well, from what we heard, they had a lot of fighters before they yeah, finally but, but, settled but, but on something. That's the beauty of democracy. But, but the that's question why, is, that's why we have this separation of powers. And, yeah, and you just wonder can, what were the talks at the public hearings? How is it that these things were not escalated? You know, uh, were not they, they talked about the, at, the, at, the, at that time? I, I think they were. They were. These issues have always been on, you know. But you know, so, that, so are we saying it's a situation where the assembly just went out to do what they wanted to do? Absolutely, because it's their prerogative. But, you know, that's why I was, I was driving at that. It's a democracy. We have separation of powers. If you don't get joy mm-hmm. from what the Assembly have done, you can test it in the law court. You know, this, we can take it on. That's why we have a democracy. So let's let, 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 let the process go on so, so that we can, you know, uh, get to the desired goal. Yeah. I've heard some say uh, maybe the president would not assent to it and I've also heard some say, well, when you look at the relationship between the president and this assembly, mm-hmm. it appears um, uh, you give, you take. Uh, that, <laughs> that's what it, it, it has appeared like. So, uh, Well, uh, is there uh, this uh, morning on um, a lot of the dailies uh, to look out for Law School releases 2021 results 1,326 fail uh, is on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Um, according to them, they say a total of 1,325 persons have failed the bar final examination 2021. Uh, the Nigeria Law School released results on Tuesday. Now, the stats by the Council of Legal Education showed that a total of 5,770 persons uh, sat for the examination. Uh, that means 22.98% of them failed. Well, um, I don't know whether that's bad compared to uh, previous years, but <laughs> uh, is there on the punch? Uh, says law school releases 2021 results 1,326 fail. Is there uh, on the punch uh, this uh, morning to look out for the uh, Nigerian Tribune? 
uh, says uh, rotational presidency will end secession agitation. Southern senators. Uh, that was, of course, another of uh, some of the reactions that have been trailing uh, the resolutions by the governors from Monday. I was listening to the director of publicity of the Northern Elders Forum, uh, Kim Baba Ahmed, yesterday, uh, saying um, uh, it's not the way to go. Well, uh, saying um, uh, what we're trying to, what the Southern governors are trying to do is create a regional president, saying you can't force Nigerians to vote for someone from the South because governors have held a meeting for four to five hours. And you don't understand uh, the positions uh, as regards that. Because uh, the Southern Senators, they're saying thumbs up to the governors, way to go. Uh, the Northern Elders Forum, at least according to their DOP yesterday, saying uh, it makes no sense. Uh, Nigerians should have a chance to pick who they should. Uh, I've heard some people say, uh, that that's what we do. Uh, when it favors you, way to go. When uh, it doesn't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but isn't that life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Protests in Ibada over arrest of Sunday Igbo's aids. Uh, just the same way we what's that word? The same way uh, we turn corruption to connection mm-hmm. uh, when it is in one's favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nine hundred and fifty students abducted since December twenty twenty. That's according to UNICEF. Uh, is on the Tribune uh, this morning. You can get the breakdown there. Uh, to look out for uh, the updates on the students. Uh, the latest kidnap in Kaduna uh, says uh, Baptist school students have doctors run out of food. NBC opposes uh, ransom. Uh, that's uh, that's there uh, on uh, the uh, punch uh, this morning. Uh, they say that uh, the uh, bandits, uh, they've uh, made um, contact with the parents and the management of the school. Incidentally, they're not making monetary demands. They're asking for food and <laughs> things like that. And you can just begin to imagine uh, the state the children are and what they're being made to go through. Uh, the Nigeria Baptist Convention, uh, that's the president, Reverend Israel Akonji, on Wednesday said the church would not encourage payment of ransom for the abducted students of Bethel Private School. Uh, Kaduna Konji, who said the church was working with the Kaduna State Government to ensure safe release of the students. Uh, Governor Nasser Arafat assured that all would be done uh, to secure their release. Um, we're back to the debates. Uh, we will not pay. We will not allow it. I'm sure it's a different thing going on in the heads of the parents of uh, those that have been abducted. Uh, hopefully, uh, they would get out on skate as quickly as possible. Baptist school students have doctors run out of food. NBC opposes ransom. They're on the punch. Uh, this uh, morning. Well, let's talk to you this uh, morning. As far as some of these headlines are concerned, the numbers are 0815-432-1079. There's also 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Those are the numbers to call to talk to us this morning. Hello. Oh, Good morning. Good morning, Babari. Good to have yes, you join us. All the papers this morning, they are watched with the news from the former finance minister, Kenya Abiyoshin, that he has been you know, cleared of the allegation that was heard uh, against her. You know, we're, we're struggling to hear you, Babari. Well, well, we're struggling to hear you. You could try again, all right? Hello, good morning. Hello. Uh, yeah, hello. Good I morning. I don't know whether Mr. it's your Wally. connection. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Morning. Yeah, my name is Folai Bolao from Jagawile. 
Yeah, I want to have my take on this uh, loan, you know, from the federal government. Mm. Uh, one thing I want us to have in mind is this. Whenever you have a loan or you collect a loan, there is this a provision that you always have for the payment. Mm. You understand that it's payback. But always they take loan. There's no provision for paying back. It's just to take it and we will be clamoring that they should use it wisely. How sure are we to know if they are going to use it wisely? They are supposed to be taking a provision for the payment back. What if they left now? Who is going to pay the money? Thank you very much. Good morning. Well, the next government, that, that's how it works. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they've had to pay some you loans as well. Uh, exactly. Abilities. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. Yeah, this is Nicholas Clement from America. Good morning. I'm um, well. Because I'm going to speaking. But I suspected that Omar was from the south. There might have been a sting operation in his house. Secondly, Minister Adel Shitu was removed as Minister of Justice and NYC. Now the courts have told the world that any Nigerian woman can become a finance with the fault NYC. I don't know. Hello? I don't know. I think I think that other line. Uh, there are. I think the connection is not the smoothest. Uh, that's the zero eight one eight. But do try zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine zero eight one five four three two ten seventy nine. I'm not even sure which is Clara. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Ali, good morning. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, my brother in the house. Morning, my, name my name. I'm calling from Abuja this morning. Yeah. I just want to talk about um, the continued accumulation of uh, loads. One day you will recollect that I have been saying this over and over. What was or what has been the role of our National Assembly members in the accumulation of this loan? The procedure of getting this loan, the, the utilization of this loan, and the repayment plan. Is it that these National Assembly members, are you with me? Yes. These National Assembly members, are they in, in possession of some information that Nigerians are not private to, that makes them to continue to approve these loans for, for, for the executives to continue to, to acquire? They are our representatives. What? They are supposed to hear from us, and they are supposed to tell federal government what we feel. We can't continue blaming the executive alone. What has been the role of our National Assembly members? in this load accumulation good morning good morning Th- thank you very much uh, has, has it always been that way yes uh, the, the lawmakers are our representatives but has it always been that they do they come here to say what do you think and what have we done as citizens mm. you know we it's our responsibility to flag it to them that these loans we don't like it but how many constituencies have done that well, how do, well, how do, how do constituencies get that done oh, if, if yeah. they don't even see these lawmakers well you try and go to their constituency office you know pick at the place carry placards and this is what we want you know mm-hmm. nobody has done that mm-hmm. the citizens should rise up you know it's, this is we're called the citizens engagement it's a democracy well the as as far is question as to what why the lawmakers continue to approve the senate president said we're a poor nation we don't have a choice but to keep approving whether that's the position of all the lawmakers we do not know but uh, if that's the position of the leadership the then, <laughs> then you can understand where they are coming from hello good morning good morning yes good morning uh, Mr. Bolano, good morning Morning. Okay, good morning. I think um I want to 
disagree a bit with Mr. Golan. Do you believe that you can get an honorary doctoral degree? Mm-hmm. Do you believe? Yes. Uh-huh. If you can get honorary degree, what is the NYC? I uh, think got NYC from the source, the real office, not that he printed the, the certificate. That's by the side. I, I, I think the way the government is borrowing is not sensible at all. We have not been paying subsidy for the past weeks now. Do you know how much we pay a day? That money alone can be used for all what we want to use, rather than borrowing, borrowing, borrowing. And when you want to pay, you will still pay interest on it. I think our government needs to sit down and take priority on how to administer whatever comes in and utilize it. Good morning. All right. Good morning. Thank you. Hello. Good morning. How about two minutes? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Good morning, my dear brother. I am M.O.K. from United Towns of Aito. You see, I want to talk on the issue of uh, these, uh, our legislators and uh, the bills being passed here, there, we are. For the simple fact that they are representing us, any bill that is on uh, in the office, they supposed to actually educate us about it. They should get our input before moving forward to actually promulgate uh, or, uh, or pass any bill that will be affecting us. I have not seen, seen any of them coming home telling us what they have been doing. Mm. I think this is, this, is a, this is a calamity for the entire nation. Getting there, they become uh, a post-person. They are not reporting to me people at the grassroots. If we are supposed to be reporting, so the issue of borrowing here, they are borrowing there. They are mortgaging the future of this country, which needs to be altered, which needs to be changed. Right. And it is upon this legislation that we are relying that when they are not coming home to give us feedback, what do we do? When you go right, to speak at their office, uh, is that a concern to them? You go to some offices, you will not meet anybody there, you see the office open, just like that. Hmm. Where are we heading to? God bless Nigeria. Uh, thank you very much for your contribution. Uh, but, you know, just as we uh, wrap things up this morning, a very interesting contribution there, which is what we were saying earlier. You know, I don't know whether it works like that <laughs> in other democracies, but can we necessarily say that the lawmakers are representing? Because uh, representing in what way? How do they get their inputs? How do they it's make up their mind? It's engagement. We have not been holding them accountable. Have, have they know? been making efforts to reach out to their representatives as when well? They want so your much vote, is given, they when say. they want your vote, they reach out to you. Mm. But you know why they're there? The citizens should also, you know, come up with letters and everything to the to go to the constituents. Let them know. I mean, you know, tell them their your position on this debt thing that you don't like it and go there for whatever it is worth. Let's have citizens coming up to say that we don't want this and asking their senators or their representatives that please take this to the national assembly. This is what we want. This is our view. Though you can do what you like, but at least let's have people, you know, complaining at mm. the constituency levels. All right.
We'll leave it there this morning. Thank you, Mr. Flyer, for your contributions this morning. Highly appreciate it. Uh, thank you for investing your time with us. That's the program this uh, morning. Enjoy your Thursday. Please be safe. Wale Bakar is my name. Good morning. Fresh FM, Abel Kuta, 107.9. Fresh FM, 107.9. Abel Kuta. Omolo Abiejo, kini unti ebawa suri eto. Tanwe yotu, mbawali jamfaniye. Ileshe Molobi Estates, the one to Splash Estate Limited. Okay. And she, aye yo duko ni oseti awa ni nwe. Okay. Ni tori na lufi mu wangpe bobo awa inyoti oti ndarak bomo watele koni awa fani kanto maje ni loabe okuta. Hmm. Ben ni opolo kwa awa inyama kuyo wu amama kuyo bwa bia awa kumbi belo. Molo dotti wa wu kwa awa kanye kinshi kanti e mama ranti titi lai. Ah sorry alfan shasa watunshi. お、もう、お、すごい、もうね、バラもろし、しべ。あ、もう、こっちは1000に、え、よ、ドコンタは1000に、あ、1000に、コンタは1000に、65% that is one million three hundred fifty thousand. Okay. Discounting Lori, okay. Uh, Splash Estate Limited. To estate to work below, to to work below. I want associate with the Real Estate Developers Association of Nigeria. In yet a major, I should join one. Ikmele Oshun. Okay. Ikmele Omoluabi. Omoluabi. What do you mean? 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 Il Nigeria 